you know, so I think hiring comes in when you have a level of, I can't do everything well, and I need to bring in experts in other areas so that I can offload. Hi, I'm Maud Leger, and this is the Realtors Conspiracy Podcast, where we crack the code to real estate success. Learn from top realtors, entrepreneurs, innovators about how to grow your business as we discuss real estate success stories, mindset, processes, motivations, and the key to their success. Check out our podcast every Monday to crack the code to success for your real estate business. This week, I'm speaking with Krista Wright from Recruiting Concepts. Her company specializes in recruiting and headhunting. She discussed challenges and opportunities in the hiring market right now, how to know when it's time to hire, technology improvements that are out there to help hiring processes, and how to get the best out of your hiring. Let's get to my chat with Krista. Hi, Krista. Thanks for joining us today. Tell us what is the key to your success. All right. Thanks, Mo. Thanks for having me. I appreciate this. Um, Key to my success, you know, I would say perseverance, but lots of entrepreneurs, hard work, perseverance, yes. Uh, But I would say one of the major things that's helped me in my business has been networking and really the uh, development of great contacts that I can align with. And these are professionals that do things that I don't do, that have expertise in areas that is, is not in my wheelhouse. So that way they can help me with the development of my business. And that's been the case for many years, but they're also people that I can then share with, with my clients. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So being a connector is kind of full circle for me, for sure. Nice. (laughs) So you, your company is called Recruiting Concepts. Tell us more about what is it that you do? Fabulous. Yep. Recruiting Concepts. I am a, uh, so I'm a recruiter, often called a headhunter. Um, my business is full service recruitment. I work with typically with businesses that don't have in-house HR, have some level of complexity associated to their hiring. Maybe they've made a bunch of poor hires in the past. Maybe they're just too stretched thin and they need to pass off the project of hiring. Um, or maybe there's some level of technical or specialization that requires something beyond just the Indeed or Zip Recruiter posting, they might be able to do that by themselves. So it's really the folks that need to partner up with somebody that can help market them to a captive audience of, of talent. That's kind of what I do. Very cool. Do you want to talk about a little bit of the struggle right now in the market, finding good people? Uh, what's and, going on? Uh, yeah, and there is definitely a struggle. I mean, I've I've been fortunate. Recruiting has has remained busy. There was really just a short period in COVID that I can say I, I slowed down. But really, as of I would say September of last fall, things picked up. Companies didn't want to sit around and wait. They had to maintain their business, and maintain their business often meant adding team members. Um, especially when they experience some loss in sales and so forth. So um, I would say right now, what I'm doing a lot of research on and sharing with my um, contacts and clients is, is there really is a level of, of candidate scarcity out there. It's, it's not just that they're hard to find, it's that the applicants are down, in fact, down by about 30%. Wow. Um, all the while the hiring activity, so the job opportunities have increased. And I think since May, it's at about 22%. I posted something recently on LinkedIn, a great article from Global, Global News. So that's, that's a major issue. Lots of jobs, uh, not a lot of people or less people applying. 
So that puts uh, companies into a position to really think out how do they market themselves in, as an employer of choice? How do they get people enthusiastic about applying and getting engaged? And that's often uh, a lot of the activity that I'm involved in, in terms of positioning, marketing the opportunities, tapping into both active candidates. So those are the folks that are actually you know, purposefully job searching, uh, looking through the job boards. Those are your active candidates, but then you've got your passive candidates. Yeah. Those are the folks that may be the perfect fit, but we have to find a way to connect with them and engage with them. And that's kind of the headhunting stuff that I'm involved in. That's, so that's, that's a good angle. Yeah. But, but definitely it's, uh, there's, there's issues there. I mean, this past weekend alone, uh, there was four different uh, job offers that were out, all of which were declined for various reasons. So, you know, it's, um, and it's not to say that uh, we won't regroup, the perfect people are out there, we just have to keep going. Uh, and that often happens, that's nothing new. But it was interesting to pay attention to the reasons that people were turning down job opportunities and they were different in every case. Oh, very cool. So what kind of reasons would be there right now in this market? Well, you know, I had uh, the, the classic money situation, another job offer that offered somebody almost 10,000 more. And uh, although that's not always the guiding reason that people will accept a position, I, I can still you know, firmly say that that's money's not everything for sure, for sure. Um, but there was that scenario. There was a situation where a kind of a personal situation came up, uh, changing the person's availability. They had to focus on a family uh, matter that came unexpected. So there was that. Um, and then there was uh, a couple of other situations just in terms of timing um a little bit of fear wanting to stay put those are the kinds of things that i'm i'm definitely hearing hmm, interesting yeah. how do you generate new ideas and innovate in your business right now especially now oh i love that question um a couple ways like everyone else entrepreneurs we have to research we have to stay on top of trends in our industry so i have a, a, a number of ways in which i i do that information that i can uh, stay on top of and then ultimately to share um, but um, again, I, I sort of rely on the professionals that I surround myself with. I'm in a very active business group. I'm involved with a business coach. More recently, some of the cool innovation that I've been adding to my business in the form of technology has come from suggestions uh, from an international executive recruiter group that I'm a member of. And that kind of came up during COVID. And it's been a it's been a source of awesome information, ideas, software that I've become aware of through suggestions of other people that do what I do that are in other areas of the world. And we're now almost 54 members in six continents. So it's a pretty active group and it's a fantastic source of, of recruiting and staffing related information for me. Yeah, that's a great network to have. Very cool. Any other tools that you'd like to share that are super helpful that you discovered lately? Oh, for sure. Yes. Um, well, my favorite kind of new exciting venture is partnering with a software company called Jobilla. And uh, I've been fortunate enough to be the only Canadian company that is um, filing this software. What it is, Jobilla is a very innovative tool designed as a digital headhunting platform. So wherever a company has a really difficult hire and often volume hires, 
to make. And they tapped into the typical process of traditional recruiting and job boards and they're not finding the, the right fit. The idea is this is a digital campaign mm -hmm. and the software integrates with social media, namely with Instagram and Facebook. And it captures the attention of people who they uh, they do their analytics and they figure out geographically where these candidates lie and they're able to tap into people's interests that point to candidates that have the skill sets this client is desiring of and it's a way of capturing their attention but it does so, it does something in a really unique and innovative way is it doesn't just say you know soul right away is looking to hire click here to apply it uses kind of different language and entices people to take a test and take a survey and engage. And in doing that, they answer some questions and they consent to be um, contacted. And it's, it's a totally cool, innovative way to tap into candidates that we will call passive, people that aren't applying to your job, but could be a great fit. And this is another way to, you know, to hire for projects that are a priority with a three-week campaign and it's a do-it-yourself model and the campaign comes with a dashboard that you have full training on how to use and you can work your employees through a process almost like an internal CRM cool. and it's just the coolest thing and I'm so excited to be able to offer it. Nice, amazing. So let's talk about as a recruiter, you are recruiting for businesses and other people. What qualities do you have that got you to where you are today? Well, I would say I'm kind of a born connector. Uh, I, I had a little bit of matchmaker in me from, from an early stage. I fell into this line of work in a really interesting way. It wasn't, I thought I was going to be a social worker once upon a time. And just a series of life events, as it often is the case, um, I, I found my, my passion in recruiting. Um, so I would say a, a super keen interest in people and just figuring out uh, what makes people tick. Um, I'm known as a, a, a very good listener. I know how to ask questions and engage people and uh, create a very, very personal relationship that's really important to me. Uh -huh. um, that, that my service never feels transactional, either to the candidate, the job seeker, and certainly not to the client. So I think that you can, you, you, you don't have to be a big, service, uh, um, you know, you, you don't have to be a large company to be really effective. You can have big clients and still be a small business as long as you operate with super major integrity, um, be ethical, be honest, and keep things real and keep it personal. Uh, and those are, those are some of my kind of founding principles. But, you know, I, I think it really is a curiosity about people and uh, a love of being a matchmaker. That's, uh, that's just made me, um, you know, I, I love the work so much. It, it, it never gets dull. Every day is different. Sure. Um, and I'm super lucky about that. So having diverse yeah. industries and, and diverse projects is also makes it kind of interesting every day. Nice. So, mm -hmm. Very cool. What advice would you give like someone who's in a solo business, a solo agent or small team? When do they know when it's time to hire their first person or grow their team? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, I think there's budget considerations to that, uh, you know, thought process. Uh, but I think when, you know, to run a business effectively, there's a point in which you can't do everything by yourself anymore. And I think you know that that's the case when you are losing sleep 
you're working too much, you're losing your, your weekends, you're not spending time balancing things out with your family, you're not doing things for yourself and your own, you know, personal health. Um, and I think everybody has their own line when it becomes evident. So you, you, you do pay attention because burnout happens super easily. Yeah. Especially in the beginning, you can just keep on working, keep yeah. on working. You work on your vacations, you take your work home, it's constant, you have your phone, you know. So I think hiring comes in when you have a level of, I can't do everything well, and I need to bring in experts in other areas so that I can offload certain things and stay in my wheelhouse and, and do the things not only that you're great at, but, um, you know, if you decide that you're the one to be in sales and develop new business and make sure you clear your place so you can focus on that. Nice. Very cool. And let's say you're doing a recruiting process for uh, a solo agent who's trying to get an admin, let's say, administrative help. What would you tell that agent or that person to look for in the candidate you're bringing on? Because you do all the pre-check and everything. So how do you explain to them which one's the best candidate? Sure. You know, I, I think hiring comes down to a level of deciphering fit for technical skills. Mm. Uh, so in that role, that might be great communication skills. It might be, you know, a little gift for some marketing, uh, you know, uh, ability to um, manage documentation. And, you know, the administrative hard skills need to be there for sure. I think if there is um, engagement and, and, and some level of frontline with your clients, you're looking for personality, you know, people that will follow up, follow through, have a nice tone to their voice, uh, are positive, get back if they don't have the answers immediately. So follow up, follow through. Those kinds of skills can be transferred from other industries. I mean, you could be great at that job and have worked in hospitality or great at that job and worked in retail. So it doesn't, you know, I, I think that's a, a, a role in which you use the called soft skills, but the personality dimensions of somebody yeah. and the willingness to be organized. Nice. Um, but I think you can't get away with, um, you know, you have to be effective with great computer skills for that job, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, and I think if, if it comes down to a couple of candidates, you might want to run one of those assessments. I offer all kinds of those, but to take a little bit of a deeper dive, look at how people are motivated, how they are best, um, you know, how they respond to coaching the best, how they like to be communicated to. So you, you really look at the character and the fundamental, you know, work ethics of somebody and how that pairs with your organization. Nice. Yeah. What's the best advice you would tell someone, like one piece of advice uh, when they're thinking of hiring? Hmm. I would say the first thing that pops to my mind is try to avoid hiring friends and family. I, I, I think it's very easy to do. <laughs> um, but I've just seen and heard and I'm, I'm familiar with just so many stories where you know, if things don't go well, there's there's a bigger impact if it's friends and family. So, you know, I think that, and sometimes it is the answer. So it's it's not every it's it's yeah. it's certainly not a blanket statement. But I would say that's top of mind for me. And make sure you don't make a fast decision. You know, make sure you're looking at a number of candidates so that you make a a, a methodical choice. As much as you may want to do things quickly, try not to be reactionary in your hiring. 
And how do you overcome challenges right now in the market for people trying to hire and uh, having difficulties right, right now? Yes. Okay. Well, COVID for sure has created a lot of difficulties for companies. That's for sure. Um, the best way that I have found is to stay innovative and adding technology in particular software, because there's so much awesome software out there. Um, and I have tapped into a resource that allows me to, when I have um, vetted a candidate who I, I may have phone interviewed or I may have done some version of video interview, and I have assessed that they're a good fit and they in turn are interested in the opportunity, before I send them and their resume to my client, I send them a link to complete this recorded three, three question recorded video interview and they can use their phone or their laptop it takes 15, 20 minutes for the candidate. And what that enables me to do is establish um, th you know, three technical questions that I know my client is gonna wanna know further from this candidate about. Nice. And it allows the candidate to actually jump out of being a resume and become a real person, a real live person. So they can showcase their personality. They can um, talk. They can show who they are as people, their their vibe, their um, why the role is of interest to them, what skills they bring. And even if they might be light or short on a particular set of technical skills, if their personality shines, and this is an amazing way to do that. Mm -hmm. found is that has enabled me to keep the process moving along, especially in the early days using this technology, early days of COVID, I mean, when it was hard to get people in the door for interviews. So this replaced that, and I, I think it's been pretty cool. And my clients love it, and the candidates are totally um, receptive of it as well. So, yeah, I can see that. That's amazing. It's good for both of them. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun to add technology into the process for cool. sure. And like I said, there's just so much great software out there when you look around for it. So, Is there a market right now for, uh, well, I guess, what's the challenges between working from home and uh, hiring for internal work in, in the brick and mortar? office yes for sure definitely a good a good question because that's super topical um so like the challenge i think is that you have businesses that really do feel and can certainly back up the requirement to have people in office um the challenge certainly has been in those scenarios for those businesses to stay compliant with covid you know requirements and regulations and you know, operating in compliance with what is expected and all that that all these businesses, we all had to, to be conscious of. So there's that. But I think now that we're well into where we are right now, trying to avoid this fourth wave and experiencing the openness, uh, again, so wonderful, that there seems to be a little push-pull with uh, candidates have grown quite uh, accustomed to working from home and being quite successful. Mm -hmm. And you have some businesses that just fully embrace that. I, I know of so many that have closed their office, embraced, remote, and I know some that are resisting that and candidates that are resisting going back in the office. So, you know, it's, it's a hot topic. It's conversation. There's, there's a lot of discussion going on. And I think it's a consideration for companies constantly, 
Yeah. You know, in my practice, I make sure I ask the questions so that I can market the role accordingly and make sure that if I post the position, it is clear whether or not the role is remote or if it is in fact required to be in office and make sure those discussions are had. So yeah, we're in a, a unique time. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing all that knowledge. I'm sure that's going to be super valuable for a lot of people thinking uh, of hiring right now. I'm super happy to. Thanks so much for the opportunity. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you.